0: Bav Metzia, Perek Mishnah uh, four eight. We're staying off topic here. In the previous mission, we said there are five different prutos in halacha, so to speak, and with the halacha of, or pruta governs the halacha. So, and now we're going to have to talk about the idea of chomesh. The mission will say There are five areas in halacha where there's a principle of chomesh which kicks in. Now, let me explain chomesh for a moment. Chomesh, which sounds like the word fifth, and it is a fifth. um, means it's kind of a surcharge that you pay in various um, contexts, if you do something wrong. So when you pay back um, what it is that you've had to pay back, you pay back the principal amount, that's called the karen, the principal amount, and you add also a chomesh as like a penalty or a surge charge. Um, typically, it's going to get you some kind of kapara or whatever the story is, but it's an additional um, fifth. Now, when we say fifth, what we mean is that if you, for example, um, the first case would be truma. if you inadvertently ate truma, so you have to not just replace the, if you ate four truma grapes, you have to replace the four grapes, but you also add a fifth grape to what you took. For every four, you add a fifth. So, although Mishra calls it a chomesh, and it translates, sounds like it means fifth, uh, it's probably best translated as like 25%, okay? It's a fifth for every four, you add a fifth, Okay. So, uh, the mission structure is a little confusing. Um, So, I'll also work that out right now. It's going to say there are five categories, but the first category of the five, category one, will have like a 1A, B, C, D, and E. Okay? And then two will also have a 2A and 2B. So, category one is uh, truma. That is to say, if a person eats truma, and he's not a kohen, and eats it bishogeg, so then the penalty is he must replace the truma he ate. Um, So, that means if... Reuven ate Shimon's Truma, and Shimon is the Cohen. So Reuven has to, if he ate four grapes, so then he has to give Shimon back the four grapes that essentially he stole from him. But besides for the monetary obligations, there's an obligation to replace the Truma. That is done um, with Khul Musukanim. It's regular, has to be done with, not with money, but with other grapes. Those grapes have to be like um, kosher, fully tithed grapes. So then Reuven gives them to Shimon, and then they are treated with the sanctity of Truma. They kind of turn into Truma, so to speak. Um, and and uh, in addition he adds a fifth so that means if he ate four grapes he gives them back five grapes if he ate f- drank four gallons of wine he'll have to give him five gallons of wine okay so that's the Truma story now the typical like the archetypical case which is in the Pasuk is Truma gadola. that's the first tithe which is taken from all produce uh, or whatever wherever there's a machlokas exact which produce but certainly for um, for wine and grain and oil and Maybe other things as well. The rest, the rabbanu, whatever the story is, um, and it's um, given to a cohen has to be treated with sanctity. That's truma gadola. But there are actually a total of um, four different areas. And the mission actually lists five things. You'll see um, four different, like halachic phenomena, different food categories, which are treated like truma gadola because they're co- referred to as Truma and the Pesukim somewhere or other. So you have Truma Gedola. Then you have what's called Trumas Meiser. That's the 10% that comes from the 10% that was given to the levy from his Meiser Rishon. Okay, so it's Trumas Meiser, the tithe from the Meiser. And then you also have Chala. Um, Chala is the portion of dough given um, to a Kohen, but it's referred to as Truma and the Pesukim. And then you have, finally, Bikurim, the first fruits of the seven species that grow in Israel. You have to bring them to Yerushalayim, wave them with the Kohen, the Kohen gets them. So also it's referred to as Truma elsewhere. So since those four things are referred to as Truma, they'll have the same status in this regard, meaning if you inadvertently um, eat those foods and you're not a Kohen, that's not allowed. The penalty actually is Misebidei premature death. Um, But uh, you can rectify it by replacing what you took, adding the extra Chomesh and, of course, doing Tshuva. So um, the mission here says, "Chamisha There, are, there are five different categories of uh, where Halakha categories where Chomash applies. The first of the five includes five different things: It's ochel truma, or trumas meiser, or trumas meiser shel damai, which I'll explain in a second. If you eat any of those five things, as an onko, and you have to replace the principal plus add a Okay. Um, so I explained already just a moment ago: truma gadola, trumas meiser. Chala, and Bikurim. The third one in the list of five, like one C, so to speak, is Trumas Shell Damai. That is a separate thing altogether. You will call it Damai is produce that's purchased from an Amah In the time of the Mishnah, the assumption was that Amah did tithe most of the food, their farmers, most of their food properly, uh, and certainly, essentially, all took the proper Truma Gedolite off, but many, a significant minority, didn't um, give the Meiser to the Levy, and more than that, they they thought that since they hadn't separated the mice, there's no obligation yet to give trumas meiser. Therefore, this trumas meiser embedded into this food stuff you're buying from Amir Arts. And since we're not sure if they tithe or not, it's called damai, which means like, what is it, literally? Um, so if you buy, if you eat damai and you eat it as a non Cohen before taking out the tithes, you have to be afraid that there's Trumas Meisr. There's no fear of Trumagodola being there, because they do. the Almayorites are good about that. But Trumas Meisr you have to take out, and therefore you have to add, replace what you ate, plus the Chomash. So that's category one. Category two um, is, there's two A and two B, it's Apodah Neta Ravai Meiser shani Shalom. Oh, first, this is Meisr Shani, that's the primary case. So Meisr Shani is the second tithe, and the obligation is you're supposed to take the second tithe that you take in years one, two, four, and 5 of the Shemitah Cycle, the seven-year Shemitah Cycle, and after you separate your true Magdola and your Meisr Rishon for the Cohen and Levi, you take a second tithe, 10% of what's left, and bring that to Jerusalem to eat there. If you can't bring it up for whatever reason, you don't want to bring it up, it's too heavy to bring it up, you're allowed to redeem the sanctity of the Meisr Shani onto coins, and then bring the coins up to Jerusalem, and then use that to buy foodstuffs. Now, when one um, redeems his own food stuffs onto coins, he's supposed to be most of a adds this fifth uh, onto the value of the coins. In other words, for example, a person has a 10 shekel coin, and that's what he's bringing up to Yerushalayim. Um So if he has eight shekels worth of olive oil, that's truma olive oil that he doesn't want to schlep up. He can redeem the, the Kedusha of the olive oil, my Shoshani olive oil, onto the coin and bring the coins up there. But if he's redeeming eight shekels worth of olive oil, so then he'd use up all the capacity of a ten shekel coin with that eight shekels of olive oil, because he has to add an extra Chomesh. And that means for every four you add a fifth. For eight you add two fifths, two more, nine and ten. And therefore... Um, you have to sort of add that extra surcharge, bringing, so to speak, 25% more of value than what you had back at home. Okay, so that only applies if you're redeeming your own produce, if you're redeeming someone else's produce, aka, you're buying their Meister Shaney. So then um, you'd give them the money, they give the Meister Shaney, and then they would, the sales proceeds would then be invested with the sanctity of the Meiser Shani, and that's what they should take up to Jerusalem to buy their foodstuffs. Okay, so if you redeem your own, you add the Chomish. If you don't redeem your own, uh, then there's no Chomish. So that's for Meiser Shani. Now, um, there is like a gezera Shava, a lemon that connects Meiser Shani to Netta Ravai. Netta Ravai is fourth year produce. When you have um, essentially trees, they produce fruit in the first three years, it's orla, you can't eat it. Then after like in its fourth year, without getting to how you calculate those years exactly, but the point is, in the fourth year, the produce is no longer forbidden as the oral is totally forbidden, but it must be eaten in Yerushalayim as ravai fourth year produce, and it's treated essentially exactly the same as Meis or Shani. That being the case, I learned together and learned out with the shove of kodesh kodesh, with the pesukim that again, if you're redeeming your ravai produce onto coins or in the coins of Jerusalem, so then if it's your own produce, you add a fifth. So if you had four shekels worth of uh, revi grapes, you would then use a five-shekel coin and it totally used up in terms of value. Now, just to speak out something, just sort of illustrate further, um, there is a kind of a loophole, a trick you could play. What you could do is, um, if you don't want to allocate an extra chomesh, as the mission is prescribing, what you could do is you and I could each do like a trade. I could say, I'll sell you my grapes, you sell me your grapes, and then we redeem them onto our separate coins, and that way there's no homish required because the chomush only applies if it's your own ravai or Sheni produce that you're redeeming. Okay, so again the mission says net or vai, sheni shalow. If you're redeeming the sanctity of net ravai revai, your produce, or my Sheni, the second tithe, in those years, and it belongs to you, then most of chomash you have to add the extra 25%. The third of the five is hapodes hekdesho, Mosef Chomesh. Again, if a person's redeeming his own hekdesh, means if you consecrate something to the base of mikdash as betikbais, you can invest anything, um, you can makdish anything you want. they have a backpack, and I figure I want to give this to Hashem because I love him, and I have an extra one or something. The point is, the, what's the base of mikdash going to do with the backpack? They're going to put on eBay and auction it off to get the money. Um, either they can sell it or in their gift shop or something, whatever, wherever they sell it. The point is that the person then will buy the backpack, they'll give 100 shekels to the backpack, the backpack becomes deconsecrated and belongs to the purchaser, and the 100 shekels is invested with sanctity, which then the basement which will use to pay for anything they want, you know, cleaning supplies. Now it's called bias. If you're going to redeem your own dish meaning I basically say, oh gosh, I love this so much, I want to give him this great backpack I found, um, but then you say, you know, I actually need the backpack, so I'll just deconsecrate and give the base mekdash the cash and save them the hassle of selling on the gift shop, so then when you deconsecrate your own the your mock dish, you have to be most of the chomish, so if the backpack um, was worth 100 shekels in fair market value, if you're deconsecrating you have to cut a check or give the cash, so to speak um, to the base mekdash in the amount of 125, okay, most of the chomish that goes to the base mekdash. Then number four of the five is Hanenet a most of We talked about meila. not in the previous mishnah, the point is if you benefit inadvertently from hektish property, that's aser, it's meila. You have to bring a quorum uh, asher meilos and be also replace what you used because you've now you have to you've deconsecrated by using it and you have to be most of a chomish meaning um, if you used. A, sheep that belonged to the base of Mikdash, um and use it for its milk or whatever, wool or something, and it was worth 100, he had to give back not just 100, he had to give back 125, okay? As long as were the worth the prutas or more. If it's less than a prutah, this is the Mishnah, this whole thing doesn't kick into play. Okay, so that's, that's um, the Meila case. And now the fifth and final one is... We just said in the previous mission as well, that if a person um, owes someone else money, and then that someone else claims the money from him, and, and the guy says, I swear, I don't owe you the money, a formal Shavua, um, then he wants to achieve, and he admits, yes, I did owe you the money after all, so then he has to, of course, not just repay the money he owes, which he had to anyways, because of Hezhevet, He has to return what you stole, um, uh, but instead here he's going to be returning Um, what he stole, plus 25%, being most of the chomish. So if he stole... Let me just speak this out for a second. If a person steals 400 shekels from his friend, if he's a goslin, I mean, he put a gun to the guy's head, he has to return the 400 shekels. If he's a ganov and he gets caught, he has to return, carefully, he returns 800 shekels. If he lies about it and then he admits it, so then when you admit to what you owe, there's no careful payment, but since there's this extra chomish thing, what happens is, if he lied falsely and admits it, so he has to give back 400 plus the chomish, or 500. He also has to bring a special corbin for his his uh, lying falsely, whatever, swearing, swearing falsely, I should say, and also he has to go and bring the 500 shekels, now we'll call it, With the homish to the person, his victim, even if it means going to the end of the earth or madai, whatever the story is. The point is, he has to go and bring it to him personally. Our point of our mission here is that when he returns, he, the bad guy, wants to return the money or whatever it is that he. Owes, he has to give not just what he owes but also an extra 25% called a chomish, and that's what the Mishnah says here again. If a person steals something worth at least a pruta from his friend or withholds wages with a pruta or he denies that he lost his, he found his lost object when he really did, any of the above, he swears falsely he doesn't have it, but he really did. So then, most of chomish, when he repays back the money he owes, he has to add an extra 25% as a surcharge.